and welcome to Navi Tales. Um, Navi this... Tales, Navi Tales, let's all go to Navi Tales. This is uh, our extra sode. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. This is our. <laughs> this is our uh, extra sode for this. Uh, we lost all control of this podcast, <laughs> dude. We lost it as soon as you fucking texted him. It's your fault. Um. We, uh, this is our extra sode that we said we would do on PAX East. 2018. Uh, 2018. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And, uh, our guest for today, which is a strange occurrence, is our friend and longtime legend of the show, Bro. <laughs> uh, Bro, our bearded friend, was also one of the guests to PAX this year along with us. Uh, on our pre-PAX episode, our Fallout episode, you can actually hear the story about how his wife surprised uh, surprised him She's with a piece of shit. Surprised him with tickets to PAX, and he didn't know about it. So uh, we are recording this after PAX, um, which was a blast it as was always. A lot of fun. PAX was a lot of fun this year. Uh, we had a really good time. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the things we've seen at PAX, some of the weirder things we've seen at PAX, yeah. some of the cooler things we've seen at PAX, some of the things we didn't give a shit about we saw at PAX. The people. Uh, well, yeah, obviously. Okay. Um, so I would like to open it up with what Nick and I immediately did when that shit opened. Uh, I think that that's the better better thing to do. Yeah, we immediately went to a certain booth that was right next to us, and we went to the Shovel Knight booth, because it's one of my favorite fucking games. It's, it's one of Nick's favorite games. Nick was the one who turned me on to Shovel Knight, and because Nick turned me on to Shovel Knight, I love the game as well. So uh, when PAX opened, the one of the very first things we did is we have to go play the new DLC yeah. before it comes out. Yeah, they're doing, um, they had a demo for King of Cards, which is the fourth third. campaign. Oh, fourth third, campaign. Fourth campaign, third, third DLC. DLC campaign. Free DLC campaign um, that revolves around King Knight as the main character. Uh, um, the prior two were you played a Spectre Knight and uh, you played as Plague Plague Knight. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot his name. He was my favorite. Yeah. So they had uh, they had two setups. One side was the main a demo for the main campaign. You could play between two different levels. I played one level. Josh played the other level. And then the other side was um, like a card game that they told me was like a mini game inside the actual game, but we didn't play that one. Because we didn't give a shit. Uh, Nick and I'll I, play it when it comes out. I'll play it when it comes out. I've never been big into card games, especially digital card games. Yeah. Like Hearthstone never grabbed me. The, clo- the most of a digital card game I've ever played was Gwent uh, because it had to do with The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> Bro left the booth during that time because he was excited and didn't want to wait in line. Oh, um, well, you didn't even describe to them what happened before then. We all sat outside a glass oh window for about 30 minutes watching people just fucking pour in and i sat there and lost my temper yeah he got triggered yeah, he got great. real triggered he got real mad so they opened a different door before they opened ours which is like fine i was fine with it yeah he's rent a cop i swear <laughs> so he got all mad uh but we uh, immediately went down there um i also want to say uh a quick thank you to bro and his wife jess who made Nick and I Navi Tales t-shirts for... Yeah. That was actually all my wife. That was, I just came up with... That was all your doing wife? Doing it for, for the thing. Okay. For PAX. But uh, I would like to formally thank you and your wife, the, the bros, if you will, uh, for making us Navi Tales t-shirts, which were really cool. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, we went down to the booth and immediately someone at the Shovel Knight booth, like one of the people running it, was asking Nick about his t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, it was just a really cool way to uh, kind of publicize that we do this. Yeah, uh, If fun. you found out about us from PAX, um, Hi. welcome, this is the show. <laughs> this is it. I'm never coming back. Thank God. <laughs> oh. Do you promise? No. <laughs> Please. Um, um, do you well, want to talk about the game itself? I, I, yeah, we, we got to talk about the game. So uh, playing as King Knight was a lot of fun. Uh, he played. I think I like how he played more than anyone else. That whole yeah, he, yeah. He's got a he's got a shoulder dash into like enemies or objects, and then like it flings him in the air, and then you kind of do like you do a twirly. You do the twirly, a la uh, Mario New Super Brothers U, where you can. That's not a game. I think Mario is, New Super Brothers U. It is. <laughs> it is unfortunately. Um, or you can like just twirl on enemies and keep like spinning. Yeah, it's pretty it, much that. Yeah, it, and it was really fun. Um, I think I liked it more than 
uh, Plague Knight. I don't know if I liked it more than the, the guy. Knight. The guy actually asked me. He's like, "Have you played Shovel Knight?" I was like, "Absolutely." He's like, "Have you beaten Plague Knight?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's like, good. Not a lot of people." said that they beat that he's like it's probably like the hardest campaign and i was like yeah i can see that yeah plague knight was hard i beat it on an airplane i had nothing better to do uh, so i i just played a fuckload of plague knight yeah so it was really fun i'm looking forward to playing the full thing absolutely they had the uh the three amiibos on oh, on display and they're fucking gorgeous they're so pretty these amiibos are really really good looking um but they don't have a release date for that or the campaign dlc but they said that they're probably going to come out about the same time yeah but uh yeah the the game from what we played was a lot of fun uh we both played alternating levels obviously and yeah it was it was pretty dope yeah oh fuck i wrote down a bunch of names of games i played but i don't have any context for some of these things so let me google oh oh a medieval and darkness those were those doom kind of looking games we played or a medieval and dusk. There were two games that were right next to each other that looked very doomy. Mm. Uh, you played like one had like a trident that you could shoot and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was we played a medieval. We didn't play dusk. Uh, they were both made by the same developer. Uh, they were. Well, both... Was that finished or was that just like a pre-demo before the rest of the? Which one was done? A though? medieval and dusk. Yeah, medieval and dusk. Um, I think that those were. Soon to be released products. Okay. Uh, I know that they had they were very stylized and kind of the style of uh, early like, '90s shooter games. Yeah, like on the PC. Yeah, of like the original <clears throat> Doom, the original Duke Nukem. They all had it had a very similar style to that. But like from what we played of a medieval, uh, it was kind of like a stadium surviving game. Yeah, where like you go through waves of enemies and you get different weapons and power ups and stuff. Uh, the guy in front of us did fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah we, uh, there was a tournament, so he came back in second place. Yeah, he he got <clears throat> he had gotten second place, and then Josh promptly lost in like five seconds. <laughs> that Dude, that, I th I watched him play it. I'm like, oh, this doesn't like that hard. Yeah, this guy's got it. This guy's got it. And I played it for like five seconds. And I went, holy shit! I just got fucked up. Well, I mean, honestly, he was on a PC though, so like you can't really. Yeah, that, that that's something I think that we should point out. Uh, in the past, I have been, but more recently, because it's it's really expensive to maintain and takes up a lot of room and all that, I, I haven't been as much of a PC gamer. Um, I don't even have a computer right now. I have an iPad. Can we talk about the spherical? We, we will, we'll talk about the spherical. We're kidding. So we... We uh, um, I'm not much of a PC gamer. You're not much of a PC gamer. No. Uh, we're definitely more console console plebs but uh just because uh and a lot of these games are more like steam green light games yeah which there's nothing wrong with that i know that that has a negative connotation nowadays but like that there's nothing wrong with that these games were great everything for the most part that i played i thought was really cool yeah um i have one game that i fucking fell in love with that's in alpha i like the, there's like barely a game there and i fell in love with it but we'll get to that um but yeah the uh uh, that that was a that was a fun stadium game. I, I don't know if I'd ever play it again. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much more to it there was than just that stadium fighting survival thing. Right. Uh, we didn't really we didn't really ask or talk to anybody about it, but I don't know. It was cool looking. I know they they really liked the stylized thing. I know there was a guy waiting in line that was like geeking out over how it looked. He was freaking out over it. And they were telling him that like the the weapons were like sprites. The weapons were sprites, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. So, uh, next up on my list is Ashen. What the fuck is Ashen? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was that game that I watched someone play. I didn't get a chance to play Ashen, but I, I really liked it. Ashen was this kind of stylized game that looked like it played a lot like Dark Souls. No eyes, right? They had, like, no eyes and stuff like that? It was like oh yeah yeah I remember yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, watching yeah. this yeah, yeah. I remember watching this game now. It looked very like clay like. Yeah. Like everything looked very simplistic, but it looked like it played a lot like uh classic Dark Souls and Demon Souls games. Uh which uh, ha you had me at hello, holy shit. Like it, it looked really fun, but the the line to play that was ridiculous. Um Nick had 2 days at PAX, but the rest of us had one day, so we had to cram as much as we wanted to in one day, which unfortunately meant we had to pass on certain things. We didn't go to we went through them, but we didn't really spend much time at the the main uh kind of platform booths. I mean, it was more difficult cuz I was there and it was 
I was trying to take in so much in yeah. so little time. <laughs> yeah, bro was just running and around. And I have no patience like for his people head cut and off. lines. And, like, they were just turning around every five seconds looking for me. And then I just pop up out of nowhere. Dude, Nick lost me at one point and freaked out. I, Nick well, goes, I Nick, mean, Nick loses me, texts me, where are you? To which I respond, I don't know. Like, oh my God. Like, I just want a simple answer. And he just. I gave you a that. simple answer. I mean, more specific, but like, I was looking for a answer that was actually good. Anyways. Um, but yeah, Ashen looked really cool. And obviously, with a name like Ashen, that, that does invoke kind of concepts of uh, a Souls game because Ash is very important in the Dark Souls franchise. Yeah. Uh, to the point where in Dark Souls 3, you're called Ashen One. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that uh, I wish I'd gotten my hands on it, but uh, I didn't. Yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye on it, see what it does. Look more into it, because it did look... I like the Dark Souls appeal that it had. I mean, I think it... You should move on to the... Unless you're still talking about Ashen. No, no, what's up? I think you should move on to the, the only one I played. What the uh, the dead cells? Well, dead, dead cells. cells. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I, like I, I think it's the, yeah, we all played it. Yeah. Oh, and I wait. It was the only one I waited on because I liked the way it was playing. Oh, and that the, game was fun. Yeah, dead cells was fun. It was probably one of my favorite ones. Even though it seemed kind of looped, but it didn't really matter. It was pretty much you like a progressive story, but like you also get power ups through the end of like specific levels, and then you go through like a teleportation, and then you heal or you buy merchandise to kind of upgrade your yeah it's it's uh yeah dead cells was cool it was like a like a roguelite yeah um metroidvania type of thing it was definitely a metroidvania from but... throwing fireballs to slicing things with swords. i just liked like like hitting something and then jumping like something chasing me from yep. behind yep. and like spin turning and like shooting it with a bow and arrow did you pick the bow and arrow or the shield i i, I, I picked the, like bow. i picked the, the fireball bow and arrow. things I pick, well, I picked the shield, and then I picked the sword, and then when I got fireball things, I just shielded and just threw stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you mega man your way to the rest of it. I, and I also like the enemies' responses as well. There was some enemies that teleported right to you, and you're like, ah, oh, oh, my God. Oh, there's someone like, that, like, just charged at you yeah, as soon as they yep, saw you, yep. or, like, threw bomb. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was uh, very a very mobile game, and there was no reason not to either progress or, like, retreat. Yeah. And I think that was what kept me very interested in the yeah, game. Yeah, it, it definitely fell <clears throat> on the kind of vein of a Metroidvania, which is... Uh, oh my god, and the respawn. You die and you fizzle into, like, this, like, placid stuff or something like that, and then, like, you go to, like, a corpse, and then it rebuilds the corpse, and then the head is, like, this, like, shadow ball-looking thing. Yeah, I'm curious what the kind <clears throat> of, like, story for that mm. game will be, because yeah. that, that was a really cool concept. I, I liked the, the respawn animation a lot. It was really... That was, like... And you were, like... I don't know. I just feel like every time that he was like responding, it was just like a new, not like a new character, even though it was like the same character, but it felt like a new game every time he came back. Yeah, yeah. But the the way the animation went, <clears throat> oh, it was really dope. And then right after I we played Dead Cells, uh, we played a game that stole my heart in a way. Uh, Did it? I loved Mother Gunship. It w it was like. Doom and like a hint of Star Fox. It was so great, but like I don't you know, only thought it was Star Fox because there was a frog talking to you. You're right, but and it was in space. Yeah, but I don't know. Like it didn't. It was it was cool, but it, like it didn't like grab me. I felt like it was just like I think it was a toad, but that's not important. He was green. Fuck you. Visually, Toads it was kind of boring. Really? Yeah. I see. I liked it. I I like kind of those games like that. What I didn't know is I. I God, I wish I had the, the studio off the top of my head. But the guy who founded the studio made Tower of Guns. He made Tower of Guns by himself, which was uh, another kind of progressive shooter game where, like, you go through level, 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 and each level you have a different gun. So you're, like, going through all this, and there's, like, 100 levels. It was fucking really cool. The guy made, he had made Tower of Guns. Uh, and then with the money from Tower of Guns, went ahead, founded this studio who's now making Mother Gunship, which, like... It seems like an over-the-top kind of outrageous shooter game where you have to go through these kind of spaceships and wipe out these spaceships and then go on to the next one. Again, kind of in, the very, in a very similar vein to Tower of Guns. Um, but it, it looked like a lot of fun. Uh, the there's a lot of opportunity for dialogue to be cool. You have a frog yeah. talking to you in, like, a very, like... God, I wish I had another way of saying it other than deep black voice. Like, he was just, like, this, this like, really angry general frog, which I really liked. No, the, he was pretty funny. 
But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool, but I don't know. It didn't grab me as much as it seems like it grabbed you. Yeah, I I really I fell in love with that in a way. And then like the the other game, fuck it. I, I was talking about them in order from my list, but I'll talk about them in whatever way I want now. The other game, and you looked for it on day two and couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't. So when I went missing, uh, as far as Nick's concerned, uh, I just went missing. I was buying something. I bought it. I turned around. No one was there. And I went, I guess I'm on my own now. So I went ahead and did whatever. So I'm just walking around. And this guy from... walked around the corner, he would have saw us. And then, yeah, no, that sounded like a lot of work, though. I, uh, I was walking around. And this guy just out of nowhere, like, comes out from a booth and goes, want to play? And I went, all right. <laughs> so uh, the game was Hexile, which was a game that was an alpha it was kind of a puzzle first person game uh you gained power over like these the the whole everything on the ground was like hexagon platforms like the ground was made up of like tiles that were all hexagon and uh you it kind of like walked you through how to play the game and everything and it gave you the power to raise them so the puzzle was like how do i raise these to get up things it included like having to run and then raise the platform at your feet as you jump so it shot you even farther into the air so that you could hit something in time. Like, it was real. I was like, wait, this is stupid fun. <laughs> like, I was, talk- like, I was talking to them. It was only an alpha. That This is all they had for the game so far. And, like, they were at PAX just showing off what they had so far. I, I even did a questionnaire after, and I was like, I fucking love this game. <laughs> Holy shit, I want to see more from this. The questionnaire was even funny, too. They were like, so how much do you like this compared to Portal 2 and all that? Like, it was... They they obviously were inspired by, by Valve's very famous game. Yeah. So, because, like, a first-person puzzle game. But I was like, this is really fun, and it really used kind of, like, the, the physics that uh, felt so good in Portal. Uh, to uh, an advantage in this too. Plus, it it looked really cool. It was all blue and Tronny. I, I I really liked this game, and I have I like to, Tron. And I have to keep an eye on this game because I mean it's gonna be years I think before this game comes out. Yeah, but. probably. But I'll definitely I definitely want to like give it a shot when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you only played one game, right? I mean, I played. I was looking more for, like, racing games, because I feel like... Dude, dude, you were hunting for <laughs> racing games. There wasn't a lot. Like, I saw a couple things, but they were more for, like, PS4 and, like, console stuff. But I was looking more for, like, an indie racing game that wasn't, like, Mario... Not not Mario Kart, but, like, ish. But, like, I don't know. You weren't looking for a kart racer. You were looking no, for a racing No, I was looking for, like, a racing game, like, from, like, PS2, Midnight Club, and Need for Speed Most Wanted, and, like... I was looking for something re like that. What a fucking weird thing to go to PAX. I know. Yeah, it's very specific. I know. Yeah. He, and he, like, found some. Like, he saw some, but he was like, I don't know. Is I mean, I saw, the, I, I saw the one that had, like, the three monitors and the chair and the and The, the guy that the looked wheel. like he was in a freaking Dyson vacuum that, like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. It was, like, curved in the back, curved screen, two monitors, curved screen, and, like, a keyboard, and it looked like, or the, what is it? Uh, your, oh, my God. Can't even think of it. That that chair that's from. Um, I have to act it out in order no, to say it. You literally don't. No oh one can God. see you. Uh, <laughs> this the is Matrix not a visual chair medium. that he sits in, or like a uh, a dentist chair. Nah. that's what it looked like. They, like lean back in it, kind of thing, and it looks like it's weird, weird as crap. <laughs> but like there was like a couple games in there. Um, I don't know. I just felt like so overwhelmed so it was hard to me for me to really focus on one thing and i was like oh oh and then bright lights and then screens and that's then, why yeah, your first very first time at pax is very very overwhelming yeah i that's how i felt last year so it was i was i don't know why i was looking for racing games it was more so because i wouldn't drive a car <laughs> not even just a car but like modifying specific elements making i don't know maybe not as prevalent as like some of the fighting games that i had wanted to see more of but uh oh and i wanted to do uh oh my gosh my good fighting games on the the simple screen like dragon ball z Hmm. Uh, you want you wanted i wanted to participate but like the lines were just crazy yeah if you only have one day at pax you really gotta pick and choose no i know but i was like oh man that would be so like they had like a final destiny or uh what's that game that like like focuses on like 
Chinese War or uh, uh, Korean War or um, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. I'm sorry, that sounded so racist. I was just trying to get. I I, I got what you were saying. Uh, but they yeah, yeah they. I mean, it's unfortunate because I really would have liked to get my hands on uh, Dark Souls Remastered. Uh, yeah, but, but the uh, Nintendo line was n- atrocious. We we did uh, we Nick and I had heard ahead of time that you could do uh, on my Nintendo. You could basically sign up for the line from there, which is really cool. So we did the Shovel Knight booth because it was right there when we walked in, and then immediately went over to Nintendo. And by the time we got to Nintendo, it was it was already sold out, or not yeah. sold out, but it was full. <clears throat> yeah, I was just like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. Did you go back Sunday? I went back Sunday, but I went back later. And so it was definitely sold out, but I still signed in. They gave me a dope ass pin. Oh, that's cute. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You, did you end up doing all the the trophy things? No. Uh, me and my wife hit. Uh, I think it was six out of nine. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, there was like uh like stands that you could like scan your. You got you, trophies, and then you got a prize at the end. You could scan your your PAX badge at, and every, you got a trophy for scanning it. It sounds at stupid, everyone. but it would like kept me and my wife entertained. <laughs> they needed to be kept entertained at well, a place I mean, with games literally if you everywhere. Bring your significant other, and they're not really interested in video games and stuff like that. I mean, <sighs> we did all. I feel like this year, PAX had more of an emphasis on tabletop stuff. It oh really my felt God. like it did. Which, like, for us, a, a, I saw. A oh my God! You know what Space we forgot Marine to f- hold up from Warhammer. No, we fucking forgot to do. We forgot to. Cosplayed. In the in the the episode we recorded before this, we forgot to do Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you're right. That's I blame them. Seriously. I blame them too. Because we were just trying to. It's not even that good. So anyway, um, if you've listened to any of our regular podcast episodes, our lore episodes, uh, we end every episode talking kind of about what we've been playing, and we usually talk about our Dungeons and Dragons session. Uh, the three of us, actually everyone in the room right now, because there's five of us in the room. Uh, the the only person who uh, isn't here is Bro's wife, who is uh, busy right now, but she also plays with us. But uh, we all play Dungeons and Dragons, um, and actually, Bro is our dungeon master. So, uh, with an emphasis on uh, tabletop, specifically pen and paper games, they there was a lot of fucking dice there. So much fucking <laughs> dice! Holy shit! Like I think everyone who went bought dice. I me. Mean, uh, except I ER. thought you did. No, you bought you, you bought a screen. You I bought, bought a new DM screen. I only bought the DM screen because it was for the the Giants yeah. campaign that we're doing right now. Storm King's Thunder. Storm King's Thunder. And it actually had a lot of helpful relevance and like the map has like page numbers to the book and like there's a lot of stats and like then the stats for the different giants and then the, the oh. some some of the lore and it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is helpful. <clears throat> but uh yeah, so you bought a, a screen. Uh, I know you bought dice. You bought purple dice, didn't you? I yeah. Buy a game table so bad. <laughs> they have uh furniture uh, on sale at Pax, believe it or not. But it's gaming furniture, so it's t- like tables that are designed for tabletop games. Yeah, they're so nice. They're and so cool. They're like thirty grand and up, or like yeah. it was one like for a thousand and up, but it wasn't as quality as some of the ones that I really. Yeah, like. they're like handmade wood and oh, stuff. Man. I mean, I you bought uh, a set of dice. Uh, Jess, uh, bro's uh, wife, bought uh, two sets of dice. Uh, I bought dice that because that I didn't fucking need, but God, are they beautiful? I, I think my only disappointment is that like they did have like D and D small figurines, but like. A more Dude, I didn't interested... see a lot of them. There was a lot, but there were like the plastic cheapy yeah. ones that like are clearly just made in a mold and like. But there's a lot of nice ones that are like hand painted, and I thought there would be kind of some more to that with the some of the local businesses that were there. They think they would bring some of that stuff, especially with places like Wormwood and yeah. uh, the uh, um, Elder, Game on Elder and, and everything. Uh... Yeah. Uh, I I I started. I noticed that too because I was like, oh damn, it'd be cool to pick up uh, somebody figures. who hand painted. There's some like really talented individuals out there, and the, like I would definitely pay a lot of money to for. Yeah, that's one of the things I was looking for that I ended up fi- and didn't end up finding. Yeah. I slurred out of my fucking swollen mouth. And uh, well, we've come to the conclusion next year we're gonna do two years and one year. We're just gonna do. You're gonna do two years next year. You're gonna be no, two, I two, mean, uh, two days. We're gonna do two years inside two one year. year. In one year, it's never been so done before. We're gonna do two days. Uh, for PAX, and one day we're just gonna play D and D sessions. Yeah, they had um, day. with the emphasis on tabletop stuff. They had an entire session section that was just tables, which uh you could uh 
borrow like a library board games and stuff. Uh, but they also had booths that were just designed to run a campaign with pre-made character sheets in them. So like you were running into a campaign that you didn't know anything about, including your character. It w- it'd be a lot of fun to just kind of have that kind of yeah. randomness to yeah, it. Yeah, just go off and the like, cuff. It wasn't just 5e. It was like 3.5, 4.0, yeah, and then uh, Pathfinder yeah, they as well, Pathfinder. which is like, oh my god. And then they had like preset uh, sheets made as well, so like you didn't really have to pray. You just had to sign up and you showed up and like they put you in a room kind of thing. Oh my god. I was like freaking out. Oh my god. Poke my head in. Yeah, I mean even at one point, like it was towards the end of the day for us and we, we weren't really like, we didn't want to leave yet, yeah. but we weren't really into looking at anything else so we just borrowed a, a card game that i proceeded to buy um uh, we didn't play test this at all and the five six of us just kind of played it for like an hour and it was a blast and they've never kept that open until tabletop games came out right so that floor that the, that section has been open yeah. has been there every every year that section is about really yeah, yeah the tabletop section has been there every year but there was an emphasis on it this yeah. year yeah, yeah i yeah. feel like there's a bigger emphasis yeah. on it this year the, uh, I kept the floor open until 12, which was insane. I yeah, think. the the tabletop floor was open till 12, like, a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the convention, like, most of the convention booths closed at 6, but it was open for another 6 hours after that because they had tournaments and stuff, uh, which was really neat. Um, yeah, it was... You guys can go back to your video game stuff. No, I... Just like... We're just talking about packs in general. No, no. So it's not just video game stuff. Like, most of the stuff I... I only I only bought one video game thing there. I bought an amiibo. Oh my I God. bought yeah, I bought dice and I bought a mercy pop. Yeah, I bought a Splatoon amiibo. I bought a one of those fidget rings that is function oh. that is functionally a D twenty. Yeah. And a I'm uh, surprised you didn't use that. Uh, I yeah, I didn't Lost. want to. Oh, okay. It's right there. <laughs> um I didn't want to, uh, because I had new dice. I I also That's bought right. uh uh, metal dice uh, in a beautiful Cthulhu carrying case. They had bronze dice, and it patinaed. So when you start a new uh, campaign, it patinas through your campaign. Or what is it? Oh my god! Yeah, it, patinas. It, it, it wears. It wears through the, yeah. the campaign, and then you can shine it for your new camp. Oh my god! I was just like freaking out. He really wanted those. They had uh, caged oh, dice, which was fucking dope. Which were so cool, except they were over a hundred dollars for a set. Uh, but they were caged, and when you roll them, the the woman described it as uh, hearing a cat run down a hallway, oh and it like it had a little bell sound to it. And I freaked the fuck yeah, out. And instantly, Josh freaked the fuck out. But and then I asked the price, and then I I didn't. I, I stopped freaking out. We both out. looked at our wallets, <laughs> and we're like, ah. Oh. I had a budget of two hundred dollars. I was allowed to spend, and I spent under two hundred dollars. So I had a wife, so I, I spent a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she she let you buy that screen. That was that was fifteen bucks. <laughs> she bought more than I bought. She let you though. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it was uh that was really cool. The the emphasis on tabletop, especially considering that was something that uh, had uh, become a part of our lives within the last year. Uh, we we'd never played Dungeons and Dragons before this year, uh, and now that we have a campaign group that we meet regularly and is incredible to have together, it is uh, really worth it uh and, and was a lot of fun uh the only person there who or two people uh who went to packs with us uh didn't play dungeons and dragons uh our friend eeyore went uh shout out to eeyore uh the lead singer of um the mighty fall the mighty fall who was our featured band in metal month and uh nick's lovely girlfriend brandy yeah uh so uh, we, yeah, um, they, there was a couple of the games I looked at. They had a lot of mobile games there, which, like, here's my thing with mobile games. Uh, you have to play it on a tablet, and I don't want to touch a tablet. 15,000 other people you tried. tried playing one of, like, the horror I, I tried playing games. one of the horror, horror tablet games, yeah, and, like, I just felt uncomfortable the entire time because, like... It didn't look like it flowed at all. It did not flow at it all. I believe sketchy. the game was called Sleep Tight. Um, it was... Uh, you couldn't even move tight. It was just I, terrible. The reason I couldn't move tight is because that fucking tablet was disgusting. He entered a room. Like, he just, like, get some fucking wipes. Well, the cut screen were just man. terrible, too. You entered a room, saw a guy crouching in the corner going, it looked like this creepy guy, and then all of a sudden, screen went black, and then she's back out in the hall. Because you're supposed to be running away, and then you gave up after that because we didn't know where the fuck we were. Yeah, like, I, I was, like, <laughs> looking around and anything. There was, 
there was a forced sense of urgency, if that makes any sense. Like, a lot of horror games make you feel urgent and then punish you if you aren't urgent. But I was just, like, looking around. Like, not, there was no consequences to me not... Panic in a room, and then walks out the room and just looks around. Yeah, like, there was no, <laughs> there was no consequence to me not... Hurrying. Running, you yeah. know what I mean. Hurrying up, like if in in Slender, for example, that's a that's a game of the zeitgeist of some way. Uh, <laughs> if you look at the Slender Man, you die. Yeah. Uh, in Outlast, if you don't hide, you die. Like this game, I was like, "Are you gonna kill me? Are you gonna give me?" Because like a big thing to me in horror games is watching your character die. What that's was... why fucking Dead Space is so good. Quick question: What was the like? Because you had headphones on, so I couldn't hear crap, but. When I was watching, what was the tone? Um, they were. I mean, it had like the usual like high stress music okay. and like the uh, water phone and everything going on. But like, I was just looking around because that shit. A lot of people when they play a horror game stress out when they hear that. I've played horror games my entire life. I love horror games. Um, honestly, this week we weren't gonna do the episode if we weren't doing the episode that we decided on. Uh, because of uh, scheduling, uh, we were gonna do a horror game this week. Uh, because uh, I was I'm, I'm playing through Outlast again right now, so um, I, I was playing through it on Sunday a little bit, and I was like, "Wow, this would actually be fun to dive into lore for." But uh, so spoilers, we might be doing Outlast soon. But we, uh, I I just like them. But like once you kind of get used to the tone. Like of a horror game, like you freak out when you play a horror game because you don't like horror. I don't like horror. You you don't like horror and you're a big bitch. You don't like horror and you just don't play it. I don't know because that kind of horror is not real. So like, but to me, I've been playing horror games my entire life. Like I want to experience the world I'm in. So if you're gonna make me feel stressed, it's not gonna bother me. So maybe it was just because I was playing this and uh, I was used to that kind of concept. And uh, instead of like someone else who like they hear that stressful music, they hear that music that has a, a water phone in it and everything, which is a, an instrument that's just is in every horror thing. And um, they uh, might freak out. But to me, I was like, OK, let me experience this world. And then nothing fucking happened. Like, I, I was just really disappointed in it is all like it would have been really cool to play a horror game on my tablet, you know? Yeah, uh, I played a horror game. Oh, what'd you play? Uh, I played The Inner Friend. Which... I have nothing on my list about it, so tell me all about it. Um, so the guy described it to me as like, uh, like more psychological horror than boo jump scare horror, which I was like, all right, I'm down for that. Um, and he said it's more like, um, like childhood fears and stuff like that. Um, so there was like two levels. One was like in a school. And I forget what the I think the other one was a salon. Oh, uh, the horror game was From Beneath is the name of the game that you played. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so yeah, there was like a salon level that was more of uh, he described it as like a like a chase level, and then uh, the school, which is more of a a puzzle level, which is the one I played. And I watched somebody play the salon one where some crazy monster thing chased him, and you're like a little like a little kid, but like. Like a mannequin, like a mannequin, like you're just pure, like one color, but oh, like you're kind of like cracked. And as you, I think as you run more and like as you move more, like you start to disintegrate. But I don't know if it has consequence to that. It sounds kind of like Among the Sleep. Among the Sleep is a horror game where you play as a five year old and the, the, the horror two year old. And the horror in it was like not like everyday horror. Like yeah. it was just horrible to a two year old. <laughs> yeah. Which so was like, really there was like a. Like the level there was the ended with like you were in a classroom and there was like this monster thing behind the teacher's desk and it was like shooting out these beams to like other kids that looked like you, but they were like trapped by the beams. So you had to move uh stacks of books on along the uh the desk tables to block them all to like release the kids and then like the teacher got pissed. And it was kinda creepy. I from what I played and it looked like uh It'd be it'd be I mean, cool the to sense play. Of doing good, but being reprimanded for doing good that that sounds like something as a kid I'd be fucking terrified of. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm just really interested in like the fact that it's like supposedly like childhood fears and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, so that's I, uh, 
having, so I think it did good atmosphere wise. Having played Among the Sleep, like Among the Sleep was an incredible game, and like the the deeper cut story for Among the Sleep was like really depressing. Like uh, uh, we're a spoiler podcast. So I don't give a fuck if I spoil this for anyone. Go fuck yourself. Um, uh, I'm so good with our fans. Uh, have, anyway, in, am- the best in Among fans. the Sleep, your mother's an alcoholic, which is part of the the problem with like what you're fearing. Like there's there's a what I can say whatever the fuck I want. It's my fucking podcast. Like you're being chased by this woman this entire time, and that woman is your mother when she's drunk. She resents you for existing. It's it's really depressing. But yeah. like, I didn't want to be born. You weren't. Um, speaking of horror games, though, before we move on, we didn't get to play it, but we watched a lot of it. Uh, close to the uh, close to the sun. Uh, close to the sun. I I, I have up the uh, history of it. Or the the synopsis of it. It was the Bioshock-looking game. Oh, yeah. So Close to the Sun is a horror game that takes place at the end of the 19th century on a mysterious ship complex created by Nikola Tesla for the sake of knowledge. In this alternate version of history, his scientific breakthroughs have already had a major impact on the world. You're Rose, a young journalist looking for your sister. And as you approach this enormous and glorious complex for the first time, you quickly realize that something there has definitely gone wrong. Um, and it was so Bioshocky. It literally looked like I was in Rapture. Yeah, it, and like I was a hundred percent down for it, but I was just waiting for something to happen to s- happen in the demo, and it just never happened. With the small part that we watched of like the the person playing, but I mean, I'm I'm definitely into to keeping an eye on that game just for aesthetics alone, because I it just if you've listened to our show, you know we love Bioshock. It literally looks like Bioshock. And and yeah, it really did, which was you had me at hello. Who's the who's the creator? Um, T Cop Studios, baby. Hey, I had it up. Uh, I had it up. Uh, storm, storm in a teacup. Yeah, that was close. There was a teacup involved. That's fine. That that makes that noise. Yeah, it was uh, Storm in a teacup was the name of the studio that made it. Uh, and yeah, just. I'm going to keep an eye on that game, and uh, I hope others do, too. If this game does well, it'd be cool to, to see something happen with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm missing Bioshock in my life. Yeah, yeah. You can only too. play Infinite so many times. Yeah. Can you, though? No, you can always play it one more. It's like The Witcher. Yeah. Um, so I played a game called Projection, which... Is it about what I do with my depression on other people? Yes. Oh. Um, it's, uh, the aesthetic is, uh, Shadow Puppet. Oh, I saw this game, but I didn't play it. Yeah, so it's, like, Shadow Puppet, so, like, the main character looks like, has, like, a giant stick coming down from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, you, you control the character with the left analog stick and a ball of light with the right, and you move the ball to, um, to, ch- like, around the environment, around the ground, around platforms, and you cast a shadow off the platform or the ground, and that creates, you can, like, it creates a platform with the shadow, so you can walk on the shadows. So, like, if there's a platform up high, you're going to put the the light above the platform so it shines down, and the shadow hits the ground, and you can walk up the shadow onto oh, the platform. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. It, it, the controls get a little, like, you have to, it's something you have to get used to controlling the light and creating the the platforms and how they form and stuff, because sometimes it won't be a straight edge, sometimes it'll be like a, like a half circle, um, but it was really cool, I like, so it was when, a really cool concept. When you cast the shadow, as long as you move the light, the shadow goes away kind of thing, or to cancel out, or? Yeah, just move the light. Okay, all right. Yeah, that that looked really cool. I I saw a little bit of it. Like, there's some really fucking cool games at PAX. Yeah, I like that one just just like concept wise. Like, it's a platformer. Like, I fucking played a lot of platformers while I was there because it's a popular genre. But it's cool when they do like they have cool mechanics like that with it. Um. So yeah, I really thought the game was cool. Um, what else can we talk about? I played a game called Evergate, which was another platform. Kind of. Uh, we spent a lot of time in Indie Circle. Uh, I, I think we should talk about some of the bigger name ones, kind of like the cool stuff. But we'll, I feel we'll like finish. there wasn't much big, though, outside of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, dude, the Warcraft no, stuff was, was project, so fucking cool. Uh, 
Oh yeah, that Pro- thing. Uh, that I still Project, have no or idea Project what... Vein or whatever. Project Vein, and then there was another Code Vein? one. Code Vein, yeah. Code Vein, which then... I wanted to play. What was the the horror one that uh, you we'll talk? Play? We'll talk to that. Okay, we'll okay, talk about that okay, in a second. Okay. Uh, Nick, uh, talk okay. about what you were gonna. Uh, so Evergate's like um, how do I explain Fortnite. it? Yeah, and then there's just a bunch of Fortnite and PUBG. Oh my god, I felt such like a little tadpole in this place when everybody was like in their VIP sections and all that stuff. <laughs> oh my god, it felt so useless. So it's like a it's like a puzzle game. You're like you play as like a I think a ghost. Like I think you're technically dead and you have no memories or something like that. Hmm. Um, and story of my life. Yeah, get and, it. I, and I th- I think dead. he said you're traveling through like some kind of like heaven stuff. Oh, I don't interesting. Know. But um. Is it like Lost? Are we in Purgatory? Yeah. No. Um, Don't mention that show. <laughs> so you you kind of have to go. Th- you're there's like a gate, and you have to f- open it, and by doing certain things. So it's usually like by clearing certain items off the screen or enemies off the screen. Uh, and it's you if you hold like the trigger, you slow down time, and then you aim with the analog stick, and you have you like basically shoot a light, and like you have to like connect the object with like these platforms and if it's connected to the uh to a platform it'll explode and once you explode everything that you need to explode the gate will open um so it's a lot of like technical like which order do you explode the things and where do how like make sure you're aiming right and stuff like that it's pretty cool i was talking to the guy and he was super excited that um that he was that he was bringing the game to the Switch, which I which I want to talk about because a lot of people demoed the game on the Switch, and oh, he yeah. was talking about, and I was talking with him about how like indie games are perfect for the Switch, and he was like, yeah, there was like a Nintendo representative like walking around like giving out cards like, you p- put your game on the Switch, and he's like, yeah, give me one of those, and like, <laughs> like it's just like they're. It's great that Nintendo is bracing that because fucking Steam is just clogged with nonsense. Yeah, if you, um, Nick and I are both fans of the YouTuber Jim Sterling. Uh, if you know anything about him, like, he's a big advocate for Steam is clogged with shit. He, that's why he does what he does. He basically tries to sift through the shit, tell you what is and tell you what isn't. Which I respect the hell out of because I could never do that on Steam. Like, it's outrageous. Yeah. But, and I also liked how, like, like last year and the year before when I went, like everybody had like 3DSs, and then this year everyone had, had a Switch. Switch. I saw a couple people with 3DSs, but everyone had a fucking uh, dude, Switch. Dude, I had my Switch in my backpack the Same. entire time. Well, like people would just sit in line and they're like playing. Like I saw, I walked by three people who were sitting in a line. They're Must all playing. Nice. They're all playing a Switch game with each other. Yeah, and it's just like so perfect. Yeah, it really is. Like like I've like we said in our uh, 2017 wrap up episode, like the Switch is like my favorite console by far. Um, the, one of the things I wanted to talk about, bro was mentioning it earlier, is Dead by Daylight had a booth there that was oh, yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. So the Dead by Daylight booth, like, was all set up. It had, like, the hooks hanging off it and everything. But the coolest part was all the survivors had, like, the computers right near each other. And then the killer was in a completely separate section. Like, you could look at the survivors, walk to the left. There was, like, a wall. And then there was one person at a computer playing as the killer, which is so such which, a fun way to set it well, up. Well, yeah, which the way they set it up, they put the big screen and it kind of popped out so that the yeah. the survivors couldn't really look up and see anything. But it just like seeing it all kind of right there was super nice. Yeah, it was it was really cool. the The booth that they set up for that was awesome, and that that was like the the first of the really cool booths that they set up. Uh, there's a new expansion coming out for World of Warcraft, and they had a big booth for that expansion. Yeah, they really did. Uh, Battle for Azeroth was was big there. Um, but uh, was that the full movie trailer? That trailer that we were watching. Yeah, was that new? Um, that is the trailer for Battle of Azeroth. Oh, so it was already. I thought it was like exclusive because it was at PAX. No, that trailer got released uh, at BlizzCon. Okay. Um. Uh, which after that we went right from the Blizzard booth to go look at PCs, oh where you God. can tell now about that computer. They had a PC that was in a spherical body with like spherical, a spherical body, and it literally had an opening hood, and then which was the top of the sphere, and then inside were all the components, it like and then a it had a coolant system to cool down with like six other fans, and then it also closed down by itself, and then it also rotated in a circle. Oh my goodness. And then it lit, lit up nice and pretty. 
thing was the size of like a, a globe, like one of those big globes in uh, history class or something like that. It was insane. It was funny. He, the guy like closes it, closes the ball, and then like he starts turning it, and bro like throws down his jacket and walks away. He's <laughs> just like, oh my god! And then he comes back. The guy that that was working the booth starts laughing, and he comes back. And he just goes, "Did you see it turn?" <laughs> <laughs> And just, so just, much. just wouldn't let you get one. I mean, it was like a car payment. <laughs> <laughs> At least, <laughs> if that thing grew wheels and I could drive it to work, I'd definitely get it. Um, I mean, it wasn't that far off. The cooling system was freaking intense. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh my god, it was god. Uh, water cooled and it had fans. Yeah, because we need that. Oh my that. god. Yeah. <laughs> and you can point it to where the wind is blowing too. So if you need just some open extra. it up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was uh, cool. They they the obviously. only thing I didn't think I saw was a uh, a CD reader. <laughs> yeah, I mean most game most PCs nowadays you don't need that. Well, it has a USB, so you could probably yeah. just plug yeah, it. Yeah, you can one. get a USB one. Well, well, what if I want to play the original Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon? You know, then you don't need that fucking computer. <laughs> yes, I do. The graphics would be. But uh, <laughs> I want to install mods on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the the booths were all really cool. Uh, the Twitch booth I thought was really neat, as well as the Facebook group. Mm. Oh my god! They stole all our information when I walked down the middle of it. Did though. they? Did they? No. But, oh. I mean, Facebook stole all our information way beforehand. I can't believe he's in court still. I, they, hey, thank you for dating this episode. Thanks, buddy. I mean, I, uh, we uh, we said it's the week after PAX 2018. I mean, you're right, but like. You can't talk about, like, a, a hyper-relevant news thing, because hyper-relevant news things are, like, dating an episode. Oh. Like, we can say it's the week after PAX 2018 to that. All that means is it's fresh in our minds. Mm. Like, that's what we're saying with that. When he's pro talking about the Zuckerberg trials... I didn't say that. Like, he fucking... Thank you for dating the episode completely. Here, let me just read things off our local news website while I'm at it. <laughs> Cat stuck up a tree. <laughs> Uh, I played a game called Lightfall. 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 It was like this little, this little guy. He's like, it was. It's like picture Limbo, but not as black, more like dark blue and purple. And that's what this was. But like, controls were super tight. It was like very fast paced. Uh, he could like bounce off and hang onto the wall, and he could like summon this cube thing that he could like jump on. And like move to block lasers. I see like this game as like it was fun to play. I see it as if it becomes popular, I definitely see it at, at a GDQ. Like oh, it's a hundred percent a speedrun game. Oh really? Yeah. In, I in, love... in its core. Was yeah, there I any speedrun contests going no, on? No, not usually no. at PAX. Really? I thought really? I read a couple. Speed there might be a tiny bit, uh, but speedrun doesn't really have a presence at PAX. Speedrunning stays within their own community usually. Huh. Um uh they, man, I really wanted to be a part of some of the contests that were going on. I thought it would be Man, fun. if I had more time, I would have done some of the yeah. tournaments, too. Like, they did a Mario Kart 8 tournament. I was like, damn, I could get that Bowser clown car going real quick. But uh, they also had a couple Smash Bros. tournaments. I was like, I could. I haven't played Smash Bros. in forever, but I bet you I could still kick some of these kids' asses. And get our asses kicked at the same time. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't come in last, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think I'd not come in last, either. I don't know how many free chairs I saw on the side. Oh, you can win a free chair. Free oh, chair, yeah, free, free chair, gaming free chair. chair. I wanted a gaming chair. Gaming chairs so are so comfortable. I know, but like, I also have a bed. Yeah, but. My bed sits up. Oh, you're right. And your TV, you play your games in your bed. See, I don't play my games in my bed. You a loser. I play, <laughs> I play most of my games in my bed because I just play games on my Switch. I, I, I meant for like my PlayStation. Yeah, for my PlayStation, I play on a, on a couch, a shitty fucking broken couch. That's rude. Well, maybe it shouldn't be shitty and broken. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you. it's saying the same thing to you. <laughs> you right. Do you have another game? Uh, I, I, I think I've gone through everything that I've done, unless uh, I really wanted to talk real quick about the aesthetic of the game Sky Noon. Um, oh. <laughs> the game that just looks like McCree the game. Uh, it looks, like, even the poster for it, I was like, that's just McCree. It was a uh, Wild West uh, stylized uh, team-based shooter. I was like, someone played Overwatch, mained McCree, and thought, hmm, I could make a game out of just this. And then <laughs> fucking did. And then did it. 
Yeah. What was that uh team-based survival game where you fought aliens? Me, you, and Eeyore were looking at it. There's a big statue for it. And, we were, and Eeyore was like, this is the next game we all play. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck, it, what was the name of that game? Was it in, like, uh... It had, like, the big thing where, like, there was, like, couches and, like, TVs, but they didn't have a demo set up. What the fuck was the name of that game? Um, I might still have... You took a thing. I took a thing, but I threw away a lot of things at the end of the evening. <sighs> Go on Facebook. My wife took a picture of a bunch of shit. I don't know. If she... I don't know. She might have got it in one of the pictures, and you might be like, "Oh my god, there it is." My wife just went like this. How <laughs> happened? <laughs> Legit. You playing Dead Cells? Oh wait, yeah. We all got kind of up into the line. Oh, the one with the the alien that had like the that face with the big statue. Yeah, it had the big alien statue. Oh my god, I can see it. Oh. I'm reaching it. She took a picture of the statue, but I can't see the name of the fucking game. Just turn the picture. That's not how this <laughs> turn works. Turn the picture. Man, I can go look through my stuff real quick. I'll be right back. Wait. 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 Hold on. Yep. Earthfall. Yeah, Earthfall. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Earthfall. Yeah, uh, the game's called Earthfall. It is a uh, survival shooter game where you team up with four people to survive in in waves. Looks like Left 4 Dead, but with aliens. It was like, well, it looked more to me like Nazi zombies. Actually, yeah, that's about. You survive in waves, and like they get progressively harder. um, Which, which I think is just going to exclusively be like, what's really going to sell it is all maps, 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 maps. Yeah, absolutely. That that's how the the Nazi zombies franchise lived. Hell, dude, I've I've spent more money on Call of Duty than I'm willing to admit, because uh, every time uh, a Treyarch Call of Duty game comes out, I buy every map pack because I want to play zombies. It, and then I play zombies an obsessive amount for about two months, and then I don't touch it again for six. Yep. Yeah. Just like every game we buy. Yep. Look. Sorry. Yep. Look. I have stopped trying to convince you guys to buy games for that reason. We don't mind that you try to convince us. We mind when you don't fucking play. <laughs> How's that Destiny 2 going, though? I, I didn't buy it. So they I wrote, they just announced the fucking date for the they second DLC. They still haven't done the raid. Oh, my God. They haven't done the raid for the most recent no, DLC? No, I meant, like, he hasn't done no, the raid. No, I haven't done the Yeah, he hasn't either. I haven't either. I, I've done it six times. Oh, yeah, you go fuck yourself. And completed it. Well, and then you? I was like, I'm done. Ooh, ooh, look at this fucking cool kid over here I doing the Destiny cool 2 raid. I did, it when it, I did it when it first came out. I tried to. Same. Oh. Sorry. How'd that work out? Yeah, but then uh, one of our uh, our friends decided to ditch us to go complete it six times with other people. Uh, that's not true at all. You just never fucking got on. And then I tried I to get Nick. I fucking Nick always on. Oh, my God. I Nick, was always Nick on. was like the last person to play Destiny 2. Yeah, I was the last one to stop. Well, I stopped because I had finished school. So, ha, fucking, fucking excuses. excuses. You My damn God. right. Okay, it's not about me. It's about how Josh is a I wanted friend. to do the Destiny 2 raid. This kid's over here trying to get a fucking degree. How <laughs> dare you be so selfish? Shit. So, do uh, we got anything else to talk about with packs? I mean, I got a, there I is had, an RPG. I got a couple more no, go games, but I don't know. They're not much of note. I can run through them quick if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, I played a game called Candleman. You're fucking a Candleman. Yeah, I saw that. What? You're literally like, you know, a candlestick yep. with like the thing. Just add you feet. said you're fucking a candle. No, man. you play as a candle. Sometimes. Man. Oh my god. Just picture a candlestick on like one of the tray things, and there's feet coming out of the bottom, be and you have like our guest. Be, be our, our guest. guest. <laughs> Not a candelabra. Um. Yeah, it's it's like a platformer, but like it it had like um what's that fucking place in Skyrim with all the books? Oh, it was like um. Apocrypha. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Apocrypha because you just jump on stacks of books. God, I'm so mad I know that off the top of my head. Um, I played a game called Super Knockoff Versus. It's, uh, you, you get a stage. The stage is, it's like Smash Bros, but the stage is completely destructible. Oh, and man. the last one to fall, like, you have to stay alive. Is that the game where they were doing a bunch of torny, torny like, people matching off? No. No, that was a different that was, I think that was, um, Battle Royale or something. Not brawl out. It's the other one. 
Yeah, I, I don't well, know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's the one that's basically Smash Bros. with original characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, I played Eagle Island, which was... Um, the eagles, right? you, like this little boy, and you it's could, Minecraft. This little boy, you oh, can yeah. control an eagle. Ooh, hot. So, like, you when you double jumped, he flew under you, and you jumped off of him, and then you could throw him at enemies. Yeah, I'd be a little boy. <laughs> and you could change the eagle's abilities, so you could throw him, and he would explode, or you could throw him super fast, or I forget what the other one was. Um, uh, I played a game called Groundless, and it was kind of shit. <laughs> It's like uh played a game called Ground. There's no platform at all. <laughs> no, it's not. It was two v two, and the the buttons were make ground, destroy ground, and you had to like there was like a circle that kept moving, and you and your teammate had to stand in the circle to change it to your team's color, and then you had to go pick up flowers and bring them back to the circle. It wasn't that fun. That sounds fucking awesome. It wasn't that fun. It sounds so dope. Um, and then I played another one that was called Renane, I believe. Renane? R E N A I N E. Spelling is not helping. Yeah, well. Um, it was um, like a platformer, actually, like hack and slashy. Um, but it was like very focused on like fast paced, like moving through the level. Um, respawns were like super meat boy fast. Oh, really? I love yeah. that shit. Um, and it had very, very old, like NES quality to it. They were talking about, and the guy was talking about how, like, he reached the Kickstarter goal or the Fund Me goal. And I was like, hey, congrats. So, yeah. Right, that's neat. Yeah. A lot of cool, a lot of cool games. A lot of cool indie games. Like I said, I wasn't really impressed with, like, the big games. It was like, look, PUBG. And I was like, look. You tried to tell me that was the best game of 2017 and it wasn't finished. So. Here's the thing. I was, so, I was just on Facebook not too long ago uh, because I want Mark Zuckerberg to learn more about me. And I, <laughs> We're going to keep going with that? Yeah, I mean, bro dated it. Um, I did not. This is all your fault. We, uh... So I was just on Facebook, and it was like a, a Fortnite thing. Like, oh, yeah, the, the apocalypse is coming to Fortnite. Look at all the, the signs. I think it's like an event, maybe. I don't know. There's a meteor in the sky in Fortnite, right? Yeah. Now. I've, I don't play Fortnite. I don't know what the fuck that means. I barely play Fortnite. We barely play. We play because we have fun together. Yeah, it's about we it. just I, yell and scream. I honestly don't think the game's that much fun. No. But, um... I it, mean... The Battle Royale games have their place. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Just, I don't... I think it's overhyped. I... Well, I, I like it because we just we come in and we freak out together. That's all I care about. Right. So it's, it's not a, fun to play. It's a lot of fun with your friends. No, it's it's not. just not fun alone. I, <clears throat> I get it. But uh, so there's like a meteor in the sky and everything, and like, oh shit, the apocalypse is coming. I guess Fortnite has a uh, originally had a mode with zombies in it. So the 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 thought, the theory is that this meteor is going to bring zombies. Mm. Cool. Dope. That's Whatever. What this needs. I don't. Give a fuck. Butter on shit doesn't make. I decided I was gonna go to the comments because I'm just like, okay, what? What are people saying about this kind of cool meta event happening? Like that. That's that's neat. What are people saying about it? All the comments were were people who like PUBG saying what a shit game Fortnite is, and I went, oh, these are those communities. And then just thought, I'm not getting involved in this, and I'm glad I'm not. Just people are shit. Just what? Let people like things. No. Like I don't. I don't see why. God forbid. God forbid someone likes something different than you. Ooh. Um, you're gonna talk about anything else about packs? The food lines were outrageous, but that fucking they're always that burrito bowl was pretty solid. They're always outrageous. Yeah, I don't. I don't got anything. Fucking else. three bucks for. A I don't water. understand. My wife was like freaking. I mean, welcome, welcome to water. any event in Boston, anywhere, anywhere, concert, fucking sporting event, fucking whatever. They got you. I'm gonna charge your shit. They get me. Fuck no. <laughs> you had your fucking lays. I had every fucking thing I needed. Um, waste of genius. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. The people don't understand the concept of deodorant, but I mean that's just that. Yeah, Wait, are you guys I mean, sick? Huh? Jess said there was like a 
huge thing because when you touch stuff and the close quarters and us kind of I mean there's a lot there's a lot of people there's a lot of germs floating around yeah. but I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, they said like a lot of my wife was like she gave me like literally hand sanitizer. She yeah. said use this a lot. I yeah. used it like maybe three times, but like I, I mean, yeah, I used it a couple times. Yeah, I did too. Like you gotta be aware of that. I also rode the T home. Like I rode the T to Quincy Station. I rode the train. The T's a lot dirtier than the train. The drunk train. Um. So yeah, I rode the T to Quincy Station uh, there and back. Like I'm just touching disgusting every time. Like the T, uh, as far as subways are concerned, the T's not that bad, but like still it's a subway. Yeah. Like I. So yeah, I mean they're germy. People don't know how to use deodorant. It's a bunch of socially awkward people being there. I fought it like six times. And nobody knew. <laughs> like it's. I mean, you just got to be aware of like. We've been to conventions before. We go to Comic Cons. We go to PAX. We go to conventions. Like there are fucking weird people there. Um, I just how it works. Like, there's just very... I was, I was like, I know it sounds stingy. I was hoping for more free shit. Buttons, that's the best they could do. Uh, the, the the concept of free shit died a while ago at conventions. I know. Yeah. Swag bags aren't a thing anymore. Like, as yeah. far as I know, like, every You mostly get pins. You get pins. Which is fine, because I like covering cards. my lanyard with free pins. Yeah. I don't want to look like I'm a tourist. And if I can... New City or something like that. I don't know. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I just thought it would be more interesting. Don't worry about it. But, um... I yeah, mean, you get to I play mean, fucking as many games as I you can handle. I didn't get to play as fucking many games as I can handle. I'm not gonna sit handle, there and wait you couldn't 20 handle it. And fucking minutes and also, for some guy to fucking play a game and then I'm like, I've already seen it. Now I really don't even want to play it. And I also, played like 12 games in a day. I played one game mostly because... It was the only game I really cared about. And also, you spent the entire time looking for fucking racing games. That's true. And fighting games. And, like, it was just so many people. Oh, my God. I was touched so many times. It was weird. It's. I, mean, I had too many hands on me. Yeah, conventions are weird. Bro, this was your first time going to any convention, right? Yeah. You don't even go to, like, Comic-Cons or anything. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dude, they're fucking... Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. I went there. You went to Margarita Dad, the show? Yeah. <laughs> Margarita Dad. But the... I'm still stuck on Margarita Dad for a sec. Hold up. Ketchup. Conventions are weird. They're always weird. You meet weird people. People are fucking strange. And the strangest of them go to these things. My wife kept freaking out because some guys had tails. Yeah, dude. But yeah, that, hap that happens, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... Dude, remember, like, remember when we were just fucking hanging out behind the booths and a couple guys in their underwear reenacted PUBG things? Oh, yeah. Like That's what that was? Yeah, yeah. Was they, yeah, they were doing PUBG animations in their underwear because you start uh, a match of PUBG in your underwear. Um, I guess I should have got that from the frying pan. Yeah. But I didn't. So they were just like doing PUBG animations because they thought it was cool, but like you're just a bunch of white guys, like real pale white guys in your underwear. Like that's not normal. Like normal people don't do that. Yeah. Like that, it was very uncomfortable. They weren't like cosplaying. They weren't like, didn't put on things to make sure that like their underwear wasn't weird. They're just in their underwear. Like I could, there was a thin layer of cloth between me and seeing full frontal nudity. Like they're, that's it. They didn't even have the common courtesy to wear a dancer's belt. Like maybe they had tape. They didn't. Okay. <laughs> I checked. Dude, how could you not? We're at eye level. We were sitting. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was. It's just weird people doing weird things. And once you get past the weird people doing weird things thing, the magic's kind of there. I love cons. Oh, yeah. They're, they're exhausting, but oh, I love they're them. they're so exhausting. I think I just recovered today. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, so... My head was still pounding from, like, all the pretty lights. Yeah, I was so tired on Sunday. <laughs> I even slept in until like one and then like woke up and it was like, I still see lights. I call it, I call it a convention hangover. Oh my God. So. Well, I got up at nine the next day and went again. <laughs> convention hangover part yeah, two. Yeah, you also stayed in a hotel and like probably went to the jacuzzi and. No, he probably went no, back I, to the room and fell asleep. I went to the fucking bar and then went to sleep. Oh, we're going to talk about our D&D &D session real quick. And, uh, Do we want to? We didn't talk about it last we time. We don't have to, but... 
you want. Here's the thing. If we're going to talk about it, you can't say anything. I'm saying one thing. No. Why? Because you're a dungeon master. I just want to say the end. Nah. Nah, let's not talk about it. Nah. Um, that, that, we'll say that for the regular shows. We'll go through both sessions next time. Whatever. Um, uh, yeah, with that, uh, we are going to end the show. Uh, you can check us out at Navi underscore Tales. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. Uh, let us know how you liked PAX. Let us know if you saw our t-shirts at PAX. Let us know if you've seen us. Let us know what games you played and or liked at PAX. Yeah, we, we'd love to hear uh, your reactions to what we thought was cool, what we didn't think was cool. Like, all that shenanigans. Uh, I think it'll it'll be fun. But uh, thanks, thanks, bro, for joining us on this yeah. extra zone. Because you fucking. This again. Well, yeah. maybe you shouldn't have forced your way onto our last podcast. I didn't force myself anywhere. Would you like to fucking bet? I have the f- footage. <laughs> I have the recording. It's not real. It's no. So, anyway, uh, we'll see you later, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. While you talk, I can. Okay. Um, now we are doing another sound test. This is a sound test to make sure that I. Joshua Barclay, Lord and Savior, King of All, Half Work Barbarian, are uh am able to be picked up alongside my friend. I am said friend. Keep this talking more than that. Hold up. I, I love I love doing this game here on I shows. Go. Hello. You've won a contest. Contest says Hello. This is the alert system with Visa MasterCard account services with important changes to your account before the next bill. Cancel! I don't have a MasterCard. Oh, and I have... wish not to be contacted. Don't Let's contact. No contact. On your excellent payment history, you now qualify for a 0% interest rate on all your Wait, credit card so you accounts. Wait, are you about to get a MasterCard? Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, rules. No fidgeting. No fidgeting. That's why I'm not allowed the good chair. <laughs> That's why I can't sit in this chair. It's too loud. Is that why we get these bullshit chairs? We get these bullshit chairs because we both fidget. Nick fidgets too, but he's better at fidgeting off the table. Um. Okay. Are we recording? Yes. I want to hold on. Um. I'll. I'll. I'll find a way. Bye. I said leave. God damn it. Shh. All right, we're good. <laughs> we need to record background noise just in case. That's why I kept that ending. <laughs> Never ending.